Hey guys, it's JG. I just want to take a minute to thank you for downloading this podcast. And remember to come back every week for a new episode of Obscurities of the Silver Screen on Podbean, iTunes, and Google Play. Hello, hello, hello. Guess who's back, back, back. What did we watch? Our two heroes went into a movie they had never heard of. I literally know nothing at this point. Dum 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 diggy dum dum. A guest? Yeah, a guest. A guest guest? Why, sir, you are so gallant. Do you see this leg? You kicked me in the solar plexus. I don't know what that is. Give me that iPhone. No, no, fuck you. Compilation episodes. Hey guys, it's JG back again. Ya boy, just me this week again. No Remy, he will be back next week, don't worry. But hey, it is part two of Best of 2018, where we review all of the great moments from this past year. Uh, like we, I said last week, it's been a great year, it's been so fun, and uh, we cannot wait to get going here now in 2019. So a couple things I want to touch on before we get started. Uh, please uh, rate us. You know, we, we, we do need ratings uh, to uh, help us, you know, get seen more, and we would love it if all of you who watch this show would give us a rating and a review, either be on iTunes or Podbean, Google Play, Stitcher, anywhere you can, uh, anywhere you find us, anywhere you listen to us, give us a rating, uh, give us a shout out on social media if you want, uh, you know, just let us, just uh, give us some love, we'd love to feel the love, and uh, we'd love to love you back, if that doesn't sound too weird for you guys, uh, I'm just gonna stop that right now. So we got a new episode coming out next week, and uh, we don't know what the movie is yet, so stay tuned for that. It'll be our first film of 2019, and uh, we cannot wait to get the ball rolling on that. All right, so enough talk. Let's actually get into the uh, to the episode, because we got a lot of clips to play for you guys. Uh, the eighth film we watched on this show was a little film called Bubba Hotep, starring Bruce Campbell as Elvis Presley and Ozzie Davis as JFK. Now, this was my favorite film that we watched uh, of this year. And in this first clip that we have, JFK is explaining to Elvis what exactly it is that's going on at their retirement home. JFK uh, reveals that, you know, someone is stealing souls. You know, uh, like it, there's this Egyptian pharaoh who's stealing souls mm-hmm. from from the residents. And, but he says that, you know, it's like he tried to steal it from my asshole. And yeah. you can only steal souls from someone. From someone, you can only steal someone's soul through their through any orifice of the body. Major orifice. Any major orifice. But in the entire movie, they only focus on the asshole. He um. So when he said when he when he broke the news to uh, Elvis, he sort of said like he lied down and had me sit on his face. And Elvis is like, what? <laughs> <laughs> he's trying to eat your shit. And he's like, no, he's trying to eat my soul. And Elvis is like, I don't get it. He's, and then he explains the whole major orifice thing. Oh, this movie is yeah. wild. It's so good. It's such a gem. You can say that again if 
Remy was actually here, which he's not. It's just me, like I said. Uh, moving right along, the next clip we got for you is, uh, well, a couple of things happen in it. And uh, it starts off with, uh, with Elvis learning more about what's going on here at Shady Rest. Yeah. And then we cut to Elvis looking through this. <laughs> Every man... Get, uh, JFK was telling Elvis about like this book they have to look at called Every Man, Everyday Man or Women's Book of Souls. <laughs> And uh, Elvis is like looking through it, and he just like is looking at the pictures. He's not even reading. Right, it. right. He's looking at the pictures. And he's, he's like, he's like, oh, the son of a bitch. <laughs> he, he straight up says he like flips a page and he goes, "Damn, that's an ugly man." And just yeah. flips to the next page. Ah, like, oh, damn. Ah, oh, shit. You know. And then uh, JFK is like, "Did you read the book? Did you read the book?" He's, he's like, like, "Uh, yeah, yeah baby." Yeah, I'm reading it. He's like, "Would you like a ding dong?" I mean, not mine, but I mean a chocolate ding dong. Well, I, get, I guess I guess actually that'd also be me. I, I mean, you know, it's like it's like no, nah, I don't I don't like those. Uh, it's like, well, uh, do you like a baby Ruth? It's like, yeah, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll have a baby Ruth. <laughs> so, there's just something so American about Elvis Presley, Bruce eating, Campbell playing Elvis Presley eating a baby Ruth. Eating a baby Ruth. Oh, sweet sweet patriotism, man. You know, it's America, Mama. America, yeah. That's kind of how that uh, feels for me. Uh, moving right along, uh, these next two clips from Bubba Hotep. Uh, one, uh, we we mourn the death of the Lone Ranger who fought bravely against the mummy. And then after that, uh, Elvis plays a little bit of dress-up. The mummy like keeps walking down. He, he, he starts like trying to find other souls to suck. And then Kimasabe comes up behind the mummy and he's just like in his pajamas his, still has the mask the cowboy hat the 10 gallon cowboy hat and pulls out his fake six, his shooters. six shooters yeah and he just starts shooting at and the there's mummy. like this awesome epic like like um ennio maricone would be proud for the soundtrack oh that yeah just, like sergio during... leone would be proud yeah. for like the for the for the filming of it yeah. you know it's just like straight up the most intense cowboy walking down a hallway pulls out a gun Pulls out his other gun, pow, reloads, pow, reloads, pow, and he's still just like <laughs> yeah. walking. And the mummy is like not affected at all because, because he's not actually shooting guns and he's pulling, an old yeah. man in a retirement home just yeah. walking at him. And then poor Kimasabe gets a heart attack. <laughs> and like the mummy actually didn't do shit to him. No, he just walks out, he <laughs> yeah. leaves, and the, the, the guy, the Kimasabe gets a heart attack and dies. Yeah. Yep. And then we see uh, Elvis is like, he's investigating. He is going to find out what's going on. Yeah. What happened because nobody else believes him. So he's going to check it out. And he checks out like, the, the door that uh, the mummy, like, you know, transferred through. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because when uh, Kimasabi died, the mummy walks away and Bruce Campbell, walks through Elvis, a door. just witnessed the mummy just, like, phase through the front yeah, door. Yeah, so he's like, he, he checks the door and he's like, well, how could he get through that? You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, decides... good question. Good question. <laughs> he decides to just go down the side of a hill, which I like to call steep ass hill. For the record, Elvis can't walk at all, so he's just got like a walker, and he like looks down this hill, and he's like, "All right," and just like starts trekking down this hill. And they spend like a solid and like, he, like minute. He tumbles down that hill. Yeah, and yeah. he's also to note he has like this 
trench coat on so he looks like he's like this detective right now still you know, wearing pajamas to, yeah. but like trench coat over it yeah like trying to fit, find you know get you know he's solve gonna get, the case. get the dirt oh man that movie was a gem i love it so much and i'm so glad i own it now i'm gonna watch it just again and again and again well the next movie we watched after that was another bubba film called bubba the redneck werewolf and if you remember from that film uh, a guy named bubba uh, wanted to win the heart of uh, this girl he loves named bobby joe and so in order to do that, uh, the, uh, the de- he makes a deal with the devil, and the devil turns him into a werewolf. So in these next couple of clips that we got from it, uh, we uh, talk about <laughs> what happened when Bubba discovered he was a werewolf, and uh, then what he had to do to end his contract with the devil. Right, um, and he goes like to the bathroom, and, and like he sees that he's a werewolf, and he's like, "Oh, I must be dreaming." And he takes like a, a a nail filer, yeah, and he just stabs his hand with it because he's like, "If if if I don't feel no pain, then I am dreaming." And he stabs himself with it. He lifts it up to the mirror, and he's like, "See, it's just a dream." Ah! <laughs> you know? And then cartoonishly drops it into the sink. Right. Of course, which one of my favorite jokes is when he drops it into the sink. You see his toothpaste tube in the sink, and it says, "Now with even more corn." <laughs> yep. Because everything in this movie, any kind of uh, advertisement or billboard or store name, is some kind of hick joke. Yep. So his toothpaste says, "Now with even more corn," and it's just beautiful. Um, it's also funny too because like he's not phased at all that he's a werewolf and weirdly no like nobody else is well nobody no we'll, we'll get into that in a second it but like possibly has to do with the curse maybe yeah don't i don't know. i don't know uh, th- th- that's where it's kind of like okay they don't really explain too much uh some of the things that go on in this film that's just kind of like uh yeah. what why so so after he stabs his hand he like makes faces in the mirror for like a little montage oh yeah he's like doing like angry face scary face yeah. doggy face and then he's doing like you know like, like home alone face yeah and he's they, like oh and he's like quote he's like hey, taxi driver he's like you talking to me you talking to me well i'm a fucking werewolf you know <laughs> and then and then he like has this moment of like oh wait if i'm a and then he opens his pants and looks down and looks back in the mirror being like yeah <laughs> <laughs> fuck yeah dude Big old whoop dong. <laughs> and, and then he just randomly decides to go to the, uh, to the, uh, to bark. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Big old wolf dog. Oh, okay. We are having some kind of fun with this episode. I'm back. Uh, yeah. uh, then he goes back to the uh, Barkham Asylum and he just randomly releases the dogs. <laughs> And <laughs> Remy, what did you say when he released the dogs? Oh, oh, because because now we finally know who let the dogs out. Who, 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 who let the Wolfman out? <laughs> so the escape clause says that if you can guess the name of the devil correctly, you can end your contract. For the record, Baba Joe does sign away her soul. Yes. It is, like, in the contract now. So now her life and soul is on the line to save Bubba. But the escape clause is to guess the devil's real name. Yes. And so then they're like, well, you got to guess my name right. And then the cousin goes like, is it John? Which is possibly my favorite, just because right away he's like, oh, I got it. Is it John? <laughs> And they're all like, saying no. like you know they're all saying random names. And then one point one point someone says, "Is it Mitch?" And then the devil goes, "No, who the fuck names are kid Mitch?" Which is funny because the actor who played the devil's name is Mitch, which is fantastic. Yeah, like and- this, 
this whole movie, they were really good on the jokes. Yeah. As <laughs> low budget and weird as the storyline, because I don't want to use the word bad, as rough as the storyline was, mm-hmm. the jokes were on par. Oh, yeah. Like, everything was so good. All the mm-hmm. science in the background, everything everyone said. I giggled every time. Oh, yeah. It was so fun. And then, Remy, who comes in to save the day one well, last well, right, time. right before that, oh. fucking Bubba, oh, Bubba, yes. Bubba leans in, and it's like that dramatic moment where the camera zooms in, and he goes, "Is it Rumpelstiltskin?" <laughs> and the devil's, and like, the devil's like, "No, why would it be that?" And then, boom! My boy Biker, Biker Bob, Bob rolls up through the wall again. I mean, he's constantly breaking down that door. I don't know how many times they put it up. I'm sure uh, it's, no like, clue. built out of Legos at this point because yeah. they're like, ah, we'll just fix it in a minute. Right. Um, so he rolls up and just leans forward out of nowhere being like... For the record, he's going to say this name, and we had to, like, pause it, put on the subtitle so we could, like, write it down. But Remy, take it away. Biker Bob busts through the door dramatically and leans forward stares the devil in his two eyes and says your name is Bladderick Jr. Adolfo Italicus Joanna Rasputinstein the third Jr. And the (laughs) devil panics and melts and dies. And then everybody gets their contracts back. Yeah. So they can like rip them up and everything and everybody's like all cool and everything they're all happy except for whatever reason bubba decides not to rip up his contract well i know the reason and that's because bobby joe likes that uh likes that uh, she she likes that (laughs) wolf dong big old wolf dong so this movie has like i guess playing into rednecks but it has like you know a has bestiality as part of it which is just fucking weird Uh, it's semi-bestiality it's like a quarter because he's werewolf which is half man half wolf and she is a woman so like they make you know she's she's all woman he's half man half wolf so i guess that's 25 percent wolf and while they're all celebrating and being like yeah we did it we beat the bad guy it's the end of the film bubba rolls up to biker bob and he goes biker bob how'd you know his name biker bob like leans in close and goes a master of a two-stroke engine knows many things that was one of them (laughs) oh bubba uh, that was a a, a really really f- weird movie to watch, but it was it was fun. It was funny. I I really enjoyed it. Um, uh, the next movie we watched was another movie that I really enjoyed. But actually, like it, I I love this movie now. Uh, it was uh, called uh, Kung Fu Punch of Death, and I had never seen a kung fu movie before. You know, I had never seen any uh, Bruce Lee films or anything. But I'm certainly gonna watch more now. And uh, these uh, these clips that we got for you uh, coming up here, uh, <laughs> Remy uh, did not get uh, what was going on, and so in, until I explained to him what actually happened, and uh, then after that, we have a clip of uh, what happens when when our hero Feng Shi Yu uh, faced off against the the father of his two foes. Yeah, and then on on his way back home, he like runs into like there's this random girl we meet, uh, whose name is uh, uh Su Ping. Su Ping, yeah, yeah, uh, and she's like grieving over her mother killed herself. I no, guess? I think I think she died in the bandit fight. 
No, 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 no. Because there's like the rope there. Like, you know, no, she hung oh, herself she because she like her... lost her. She did hang herself. Yeah. Because I think because the bandit stole her stuff. So she was like, oh no, I have no reason to live anymore and hung herself and oh, it hanged my... herself. I mean, I'm an idiot. Okay, <laughs> guys, I, I just want to tell you how stupid I am sometimes. Like I, I'd like to say that I'm really on top of like things most of oh, my yeah, life. Yeah, no, most of the time, like, you know, when we watch these movies, like, I'll be like, wait, what? And Remy will explain it to me. And I'm like, oh, I get it. So. So uh, there was a line that they said because the camera zooms out of this noose. And I was like, oh, it's a noose. And then the girl goes, I can't even move my mother to the gravesite. And I was like, oh, it's some kind of mechanism to just scoot her around. <laughs> and that's, that's literally what I thought. It's like, oh, you know, it's feudal China. Like they, they just scoot people around with ropes, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. What the fuck, I don't know. I'm sorry. That's so funny. I'm sorry to everybody. Anywho, I guess she moved so... herself to the afterlife. <laughs> so uh, Feng Shi Yu finds um, Su Ping, you know, grieving over her mother being dead, and uh, and then he just says to her, "You should come stay with me and my family." Wink. And then Dad pops. Yeah, up and Dad jumps in and, and like, grabs a spear. Yeah, and he tries to like stab. Uh, Feng Shi with it, but like he just fucks up his shirt. Yeah, he know? just like he just like rips his shirt a little bit, and then we, Feng Shi you like rips his shirt even more open, like ah, like, you know? oh, you rip my shirt, I'll rip it more. Yeah. <laughs> I win, and, and then, then like jumps back on yeah. stage, and to... then like Feng Shi you then uses his ponytail like to to uh he whips it around like the guy the dad spear because dad goes for a lunge at like at Feng Shi Yu's throat, yeah. And he like barely dodges it, but his ponytail comes a little bit loose and wraps, wraps around, around it, yeah. the handle of it. So then he uses that to like grab it. And then he uses his arms. And now he's holding it with his hair and his arms. And the dad isn't strong enough for two arms and hair. Right. <laughs> yeah, and then, the hair just puts it over the, dude, over the moon. Yeah. Do you want to say what happens next? Because it is the he craziest fuck, yes, thing. Yes. Like, so, I honestly didn't think that this is actually so, what happened. So, so he basically he takes his hand and he like... He, he 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 splits the pike in two, you know, but like this sharp part of the pike is attached to his, is, is like, is tangled up in his, in his ponytail. Then he whips around his ponytail and slices the dad's chest with the pike. To death. To he like, death. He like hits him in the lower gut, he hits him in the upper chest, and then hits him in the fucking throat. Yeah. He basically slaughters him with, with his, his ponytail spike. Which is the coolest fucking weapon ever. Yeah. I guess you could say Feng Shi Yu really does whip his hair back and forth. All right, that was a bad joke. I apologize for that. Um, the next movie we watched was, uh, we got into the Christmas spirit, and we watched a movie called uh, Santa and the Ice Cream Bunny. And in these next clips, we, we talked about the poor uh, production value and the random literary characters that appeared so yeah santa's in florida <laughs> and he just starts oh, yeah he's talking about how it's so hot and he just starts singing oh woe is me this song where he's like oh woe is me i'm stuck in florida it's so hot oh dear oh it my it does have kind of this christmasy tune to it like also I don't... let's just talk about that his his 
costume was definitely oh, yeah. this bought. is mall santa he's a skinny dude with <laughs> worse a worse than mall santa he's like they bought this this costume from like walgreens you know it has like a cardboard belt with like poorly made you know suit and this beard that was shittily like put together and it it, it wasn't even like, like it's crooked half the time and i'm not it even wasn't kidding. a design suit they just went to the store and bought a suit and like here's a yeah. santa fucking suit you know? it's the 70s so they yeah. bought a 70s santa suit yeah We'll talk about the 70s costumes in a minute. Oh, yeah. They it's get great. crazy. It's great. So, okay, yeah. So Santa's stranded in Florida, and he straight up says it was way too hot for the reindeer, so, so he they calls just left. All the, yeah, so he calls all these children to help him. After know. his little woe is me song. But right before he calls them, it goes into this montage of all of those weird moments where it paused on, like the dog halfway jumping through the arms and the kid halfway dying from jumping off they the They finish floor. all those, right, yeah. And then, and then it finishes all of them. While Santa goes, Mike, Lucy, Seth, Devin, Carl, Bob, Evangeline, Tracy, Spittoon. <laughs> I don't know. We're just naming random names. Who knows? If yeah, those are especially the Spittoon. Names. I knew a kid named Spittoon. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, um, Spittoon! Yeah. So, yeah, all the kids, like, then come to see Santa, right? And, uh... Uh, yeah, and Santa apparently take- they're all those kids from that montage. Right. We don't yeah. really know because I don't think it was any of those kids. Also, then we're introduced to fucking Tom Sawyer and Huckleberry Finn. Yeah, out of nowhere. Out of it nowhere. It to like literally these kids on a raft and I made a joke being like, hey, there's Huck Finn. And, and then, then one kid goes like, hey, Tom. It's like, holy shit. It, it's actually them. It's actually so them. So then they like, as all of the kids are rolling up to Santa's aid because he's just stranded on a beach with also, no reindeer. Also, also, sorry to like pause you on that, but like Tom and Tom and uh, the Tom and Huck scene, they also have Old Man River playing over the, the, the in the background. In which, Kazoo. Yeah, in Kazoo. He's like, JG is known for his kazoo impressions. (laughs) Yes, I'll be releasing a kazoo album of uh, the great American songbook. So make sure to look out for that coming your way maybe this fall. Who knows? We'll see. Well, the next movie we watched after that was uh, another throwback episode. We watched uh, The Santa Claus 2 starring Tim Allen and my boy David Krumholtz playing Bernard. And um, these two clips that we got for you, uh, we have uh, the first one being uh, w- describing what the uh, the whole movie is about and then Remy just spewing off uh, different uh, you know uh, synonyms. And then after that, we have, uh, well, Remy's got a problem with a certain creature that appears in the North Pole. Take a listen. Bernard and Curtis had to tell Santa about the most important thing about being Santa Claus. It's in the fine print. It it's is a sub-clause. It is the, the Mrs. Mrs. Claus. Dun-dun. Santa's got to get married, people. Yep. He's got to hitch it up. He's got to put a ring on that. Yeah. He's got to put that chain on that ball. Yes. He's got to... <laughs> keep it going keep it going all right he's gotta he's gotta put that little groom next to the little bride on top of that big cake he's gotta invite people to a wedding that's his all right you're done okay. <laughs> uh so so curtis's grand idea is to have to duplicate santa to make a clone of him mm-hmm. so that he can literally be in two places at once right 
it would make a toy version of Santa Claus. And they're like, and Bernard's like, you've never, we've never tested this on a human. Like, you can't just do that. And as they're talking about this, I, I, I had a big problem yeah. the second that this happened. A mouse runs out of nowhere and just runs into the assembly line that goes into the cloning machine. And immediately I was like, the hell is a mouse doing in the North Pole? And, and JG was like, oh, you know, it could have been, like, somebody's pet. And I'm like, who brought a mouse in? It's ridiculous. I don't know. Some, maybe maybe a mouse got in got into the sleigh. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Sure. I'll believe that when cows fly. I just think that it's, like, it's such a small moment that you're, you're focusing so much on but it. why is a mouse in the North Pole? It's so well, cold. Well, what other small animal are they going to try it on? John, it is so cold there. <laughs> I understand. Okay. Rather, like, a penguin. Well, no, penguins aren't in the aren't in the North, aren't in the Arctic. They're only in Antarctica. Because so. it's too cold. Yeah, but they're in Antarctica. Right. Which is also cold. Right. But how many mice do you see there when you're... John, when you're just walking through the Arctic. When I just go to the Arctic yeah. every every summer, you How know. How many mice do you see? Thousands. I see many. That is that is a straight up lie. <laughs> you're lying no, to me. No, that's a straight up fact. Vanilla ice. All right, <laughs> I'm on board. That, ladies and gentlemen, is Remy's Achilles heel. Just mention cool as ice and he'll keel over for you. <laughs> uh, so the last film we watched of the year was a film called uh, Santa Claus Conquers the Martians. And oh boy, was it a wonderful piece of cinema. And uh, we only got one clip for you guys from that movie, but it's a very long clip. And uh, well, uh, take a listen. Chochum appears. You know, it, like there's this smoke. And here's Chochum. Yeah. And he's like this really old dude. For the record, they're just like on the surface of Mars. They land their little spaceship right. that the kids slept in. They land on the surface and then he summons they don't them. Even, they don't even land on a spaceship. They just kind of walk there. Yeah. They yeah. do a lot of weird cuts where they're um, just like, and now here, and now we, here are. we are. Yeah. yeah. And Chochum is like, he's dressed in like these old robes and he's got like old makeup and everything. Kind of looks like yogurt from uh, Spaceballs. Space yogurt. <laughs> I hate yogurt. Even with strawberries. So, Jojo. <laughs> Sorry, is, I, I blacked yeah. out for a second. No, that's fine. Uh, yeah. Anytime we talk about space falls, we definitely black out yes. for a second. I um, uh, love that Jojo movie. Jojo gets summoned, and... And he tells he tells uh Can them. I do an impression of Chochum real quick? Yes. Because Chochum is either about to die or on the verge of tears. Like, he's so old. Or he's on the verge of coming. Like, he's really... He's, He's overplaying the old thing. Yeah. So, it's like it's like if the, the director was sitting back there going, yeah, keep going, keep going. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but more, older, more. But older, older, yeah, older, older. Yeah. Sadder. Sadder, yeah. Dead, dying or <laughs> Yeah. Give us Chochum. What time is it? It's September. No. On Earth. It must it must be near December. It's near Christmas time. What is Christmas time? It's a, it's a time of joy and a time where kids can where kids can enjoy themselves. <laughs> A Voldar bah. just goes <laughs> bah. bah. Like he's about to toss out a bah. Yeah. Well, because because uh, uh, Cho Cho, 
That was brilliant, by the way. That yeah. was spot. I'm honestly, dude. I, I just tossed on was... the recording. That wasn't even me doing the impression. That's yes, exactly exactly it. how it yeah. went. Because uh, uh, Chojim says, like, you know, well, the kids, uh, the kids of Mars, you know, they want that. They're they're they're. Uh, that's why they aren't sleeping and they aren't eating is because they want to be happy and they have wanna, fun. They, be they want toys. They want children. And then Voldar Voldar just goes Voldemort. <laughs> yeah, Voldemort. He basically is Voldemort. <laughs> yeah, Voldar just goes toys. Fun? That's not what we do on Mars. Yeah, Voldar is kind of a piece of shit, but I yeah. love him because he's got a big ass mustache. Yeah, and and Chochim says like, well, you know, uh, the children of Mars, you know, they don't even have a childhood. They're just they uh, as soon as they can walk, they are adults. Yeah, you know? oh, because because the second they're born, they toss on knowledge hats. Oh yeah, and um, because what the knowledge hats do is that it feeds them knowledge. So then by the time they can walk, they are complete adults. Yeah. Which kind of pisses me off that Martians think that adults are no fun. I know, right? I'm officially an we, adult. We have fun. We have yeah. lots of fun doing this show. Yeah. I mean, I, I try to have fun 90% of the time. The only time I'm real serious is when I'm pumping gas. <laughs> gotta gotta make sure you get that regular gas yeah yeah you know? <laughs> and i always stop it on an even number like <laughs> that's a little oh, ocd buddy oh, fuck around uh so anyway so like uh, the pl- the the martians then plan to capture santa claus to bring some cheer to the children of Mars, much to the chagrin yeah of the, uh, because chochum totally spills the beans being like it has sad Claus, who brings presents to children. Literally, this is how slow Chochum talks. And thank God, like, I mean, I love it, but thank God he's only in one scene because the movie would be a lot longer. So long. Like, his scene definitely took up, like, six solid minutes. And it was all the words that I just said to you. Probably a two page scene. Yeah. It's like, well, who the fuck wrote all the lines for Chochum on these two pages, you know? (laughs) Oh, good old Chochum. Well, that is it for the uh, Best of 2018 Part 2, and we're going to leave you with a compilation of uh, some outtakes and bloopers. And we'll see you next week with a new episode of Obscurities of the Silver Screen. Thanks for listening. (coughs) That was a great way to open. Are you okay? (coughs) Are you recording? Yes, nice. Oh, <laughs> hold on. Oh, <laughs> I don't want to delete that because no, I just kind of want to keep it so it's burned forever on our, on my computer. I'm like crying. <laughs> I like breathed vodka. <laughs> oh shit. Oh, my lungs are drunk. Okay. Oh, sorry, sorry. All right. <sighs> I'm ready. All right, let's do this. But sir, there's a there's a uh, there's a, a school for old children there. I don't care, North. John, <laughs> what? What is North in space? That just blew my mind. The second I said North, I was like, wait, there's no North in space. It's just space. Holy shit! Wow. I wonder if NASA knows what North is in space. <laughs> Who knows, man. I'm sure someone, like, I have actually a friend from back uh, in the Bay Area who's a scientist, and she's probably going to listen to this and be like, you guys are so fucking dumb. Oh, (laughs) you're right, because there's a North Star. I'm sure you can just look at that. 
I know. Uh, we're not scientists, people. We don't pretend to be scientists. No. Nope. We don't know sky ants really well. No, nope, but I am a But we doctor. are open to learning more because we are, you know, we aren't, uh, we don't like to We're block. philosophers. We philosophize. Yeah. We testify. We testify, we philosophize, and we conversate. Yeah, I can't man. remember what, like, spirit guide we were talking about, and then you were like, oh, like Bernard. Oh, and spirited away. Yeah. Spirited away. You're like, Haku oh. is like the Bernard character. And when I told my girlfriend that, because she's a huge uh, Studio Ghibli fan, when I told my girlfriend that, she was like, fuck you and your goddamn stupid analogies. Like, <laughs> JG had his sexual awakening when he watched Spider-Man 3. She almost broke <laughs> up with me in that moment right there. I don't know, dude. That's true love. You can watch literally any... Like, before this movie... Before we watched this movie, I said, my favorite Christmas movie, movie of all time is Scrooged. And Dremi was like, that might change tonight. It did not. Yeah. Uh, I have to pee. <laughs> I'm doing a pee-pee dance. We'll edit this out. It's, it's recording now. <laughs> you were the one... You were looking at it. It was. It, it's red when it's recording. I don't know your computer magic, you wizard. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is the third time I thought it was recording, <laughs> and JG lied to me. I did not saying, lie to you. I just said I just said we weren't recording. Yeah, but I can't trust that. Well, we're recording now, so so shut up. We're gonna start. The, we're gonna do this over again. Okay, right, we're starting right. the show in three, two, one, and a half. Go now. Hey guys, JG again. One quick word before we go. Make sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can find us at OOTSS Podcast. Again, that is at OOTSS Podcast. Make sure to send us your movie suggestions. We'd love to hear from you. If there's any weird movie that you love or maybe you've heard of and you want us to watch it, let us know. We may just watch it. Thanks again for listening and tune in next week for another episode of Obscurities of the Silver Screen.